0: Expansion draft. We know who Ron Francis can take from everybody's roster. I'm going to offer here. I hope he takes off the Pittsburgh roster. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacovich of ZK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins comes your way, bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and/or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. The expansion draft takes place tomorrow night in Seattle beginning at 8 p.m. One player after another is announced by Francis in a room full of people and they do a big production out of it if you didn't see the one that the Vegas Golden Knights had and they'll even have a couple of the more Prominent players who they know for a fact they're going to take flown in. They're going to have celebrities, former uh, Seattle stars doing some of the announcing. And, And it's going to be a big production. And I'm here to suggest that the ideal scenario from the Penguins' standpoint is that they take Zach aston reese I say this with... Zero joy, (laughs) zero wishing ZAR gone or anything like that. Uh, Great kid, plays hard, really competes, uh, does so many little things well defensively. Good, good penalty killer. His advanced metrics in terms of shot suppression are through the roof. When he's in the defensive zone, he does have himself in the right position doing the right things. Really like him. That said, out of this group that's available, and I'm not even going to go revisit who should have been protected, who shouldn't have been, because that's all water under the bridge. Ron Hextall's made his calls. so Now it's a matter of looking at who's there, And (laughs) not that Hextall or anybody can do anything about this, but just kind of hoping that they end up with Aston Reese. The number one reason for that is that of all the Penguins' exposed players here, ZAR is probably the one that you'd have the easiest time finding a replacement for on the existing roster. For what it is that he does. He's got a thicker body. He's not a big dude. He's 6'1 in terms of height, but he's got a he's got a bigger body and he and he throws it around enough so he plays big. But you've got size, you've got Drew O'Connor, you've got Radim Zahorna, you've got Anthony Angelo, you've got some younger guys that could come in and do that, and you could teach how to kill penalties and grind it out and be smart and all that other stuff. I feel like that that component is something that the Penguins could work with, turn into a training camp battle. And and let, let's be realistic here. When the puck dropped for Game 1 of the series against the Islanders, Zach Aston Reese was on your fourth line. you know. And I know Teddy Bluger was too, but Teddy can do different things. And Teddy can slide up your depth chart at center, and he probably will if Evgeny Malkin expected to open the season injured. The other reason that I hope it's Aston Reese, I feel much, much more strongly about. And I'll share it with you right after this very brief message from our title sponsors. That's The Point, Point Park University. The reason that I hope it's Aston Reese who ends up getting claimed by Seattle tomorrow night is that it wouldn't be Brandon Tanev. I'm sorry, I can't get off of this. I just don't feel like this team can afford to lose Tanev. And I know I said I wasn't going to revisit all the decisions that were made by Hextall and his staff and everything else here, but I still don't like exposing him. I don't like exposing Tanev. I understand what the gamble is. Look, he's got four more years on his deal at $3.5 million AAV. And by the time you get to the final year or two of Tanev's contract, especially with how recklessly he plays, there's a chance you're not going to be getting much value out of it. I appreciate that. I also appreciate that Sid and Gina will be like 40 at that time, and none of this stuff will really matter because you're probably looking at something close to a complete reconstruct of the roster. You know, there's going to be a lot of things going wrong at that time. I just don't feel like at this phase of the franchise's existence... That you can afford to lose a player who offers you something that you need more of, not less. And I'm hoping that Francis, who has said publicly, by the way, that one of the things the Kraken are going to make a priority in this expansion draft and in building their team for the inaugural season is to not take on cap hit. They don't want to be the dumping grounds for other people's cap problems. Well, that pretty much takes Jason Zucker out of the equation. And maybe it'll take Tanev out. Maybe Francis will say, look, we're just going to... Instead of trying to build four lines and three defense pairings and a a goaltending tandem, we're going to try to pick up the best possible talents. You know, kind of like a draft where you're just going best available, best available, round after round after round, and then thinking, you know what, from there we'll just kind of wheel and deal. We'll eventually get who we need. Everybody who gets drafted onto the Seattle roster doesn't have to hang around. You can trade them. You can trade them. You can move them around. You can find yourself six defensemen. You can draft... 20, 30 forwards. You know? There's no there's no rule against that. And then just move them around as needed. Lot of lot of different possibilities. And if that happens, then I don't think you're gonna see Francis say, Well, listen, what we really need here is a fourth line right winger who's got four more years on his contract. At 3.5 million AAV. Can you tell how hard I'm trying? <laughs> I'm trying. Don't take him, man. Don't take him. Take take Aston Reese. Take um, you know, you can take Marcus Petterson. I don't think they'll do that either. Marcus has three more years at four million, a little bit over four million AAV. Uh, To go, the Penguins have a ready replacement for him in Pierre-Olivier Joseph. That would actually be doing the Penguins a big, big favor. I just think that's so unrealistic that I'm not even going to put it on the table. You know, do that. Just leave Tanev alone. When we come back, just one question. Time for Just One Question, and that's brought to you on this program always by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they are committed, recommitted, to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. The reason I say re-committed is that they've recently rebranded, and they've rededicated themselves and restructured some of their procedures to make sure that they are as efficient and responsible as possible with your generous contributions to their cause. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out what I mean. There's a really good video on there that explains it. pittsburghfoodbank.org. One dollar is all it takes to provide five full meals for those in need. question comes from Eddie Edwards who asks, As much as the Penguins need to keep draft picks, would it be worth dealing a future pick to have Seattle take Zucker would give the Penguins some much-needed cap space and also keep Tana from being selected. All right, Eddie, well, I like the way you think, at least on that second part. The first part is really unrealistic. It's not going to happen. Uh, as I mentioned in the opening segment, Ronnie's not going to just take on salary. Um, he's not going to say, yeah, I'll do you this solid here and and eat that up. He's trying to build a, a franchise, and he's got pressure on him to not necessarily match what Vegas did because that was kind of a -a once-in-a-generation scenario where George McPhee could catch the entire league with its pants down. And he did, including Pittsburgh. General managers are going to be a lot, a lot warier of everything that's involved. But at the same time, So's Ronnie. He's not going to say, hey, you know what, that's okay, I'm going to do that. The other thing is, and you mentioned this, Eddie, yourself, what draft picks? You know, <laughs> what can the Penguins offer? I think they've got, off the top of my head here, a third rounder, a fifth rounder, and like three seventh rounders. And I, and I might be overstating it. I know they don't have a picket before the third round. What are you going to offer them? You know, this is is one of the many, many things that hurt about not having draft picks. It's not just the draft. It's also the assets that are given up. You'd already have given up, meaning as an organization, not that this is Hextal's fault, but you'd already have given up a first-rounder to get Zucker. Now you're going to give up what? Third-rounder or a future... second or something so that somebody takes them away from you I don't know I don't know this is this is all tough here l- let me say what I really hope is happening here and this kind of twins with some of the stuff I was talking about before the break I really hope that there's a broader scheme at play here. I really hope that behind the scenes, that what's going on with Hextall and his staff is that they're having multiple dialogues about having this player go there or another player go there. and I'll throw in Pedersen here because if you can trade Pedersen, which probably needs to happen anyway this summer based on nothing other than cap space you're freeing up $4 million. And ideally, you're freeing it up for goaltending. You're freeing it up so you can go after someone to come in here and chase Tristan Jari out of the crease if he ever looks like he did in that Islander series. That point can't be made often, or vociferously enough. That is the issue. If you can find a way to skate through this expansion draft by having achieved nothing other than the cap space to big-time address your goaltending, then what you did in the expansion draft really doesn't matter. Then the Jared McCann trade doesn't matter. Then losing Brandon Tanev he says through cringed teeth doesn't matter because you will have done what this team really 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 needed and that's to get the goaltending I don't know this I don't know that it's something that the penguins would or could be contemplating much less working on I just hope it is because that'll be the one thing that kind of ties all this together where you go, oh, okay, that's why they were doing this. You know what? It won't be long now. We're going to find out tomorrow night. I appreciate the question, Eddie. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these tomorrow <laughs>